The Dewdrop by Samuel Lover Read for LibriVox.org by Melanie T Part 1 A dewdrop once, in a summer's night, Was touched by the wand of a faithless sprite. As the moon in her change shot a trembling ray Down the bosky dell where the dewdrop lay, And tainted with change by the wild wood sprite, Was the dewdrop till then so pure and so bright for what might be pure if twere not the dew a gift from the skies earth's sweets to renew and what may be bright as the dewdrops are kindred are they to the evening star blessed is the dew when the day's begun it flies to the kiss of the godlike sun blessed is the dew at the evening hour taking its rest in some grateful flower that gives forth its odour to welcome the fall of the dewdrop that sinks in the balmy thrall enfolded in fragrance entranced it lies till the morning's dawn when it lightly flies from the balmy lips of the waking flower which droops through the day when the dewdrops away and mourns the delay of the evening hour Oh, how the sprite-struck dewdrop strayed Among the wildest flowers of the wildwood glade. Toying with all she was constant to none, Though she held her faith to the lordly sun. She sought a new couch as the eve grew dim, That at morning she ever returned to him. The fond rose pined in its hidden heart, While the dewdrop played her changeful part and though it was kissed by some dewdrop bright grieve that it was not the one of last night the leaf-sheltered lily pale flower of the vale the love-plaint felt of the nightingale whose song never bore so much meanings now o oh, sympathy subtle in teaching art thou the violet heart-like the sweeter for grief sighed forth its balm in its own relief while its jealous companions conceived it blessed and envied the pang of an aching breast thus eve after eve did the dewdrop betray some leaflet that smiled on the pendant spray and blossoms that sprang from a healthful root faded in grief and produced no fruit but what cared she who was always caressed as she sank in delight on some fresh flower's breast though it died the next night she could pass it and say poor thing twas my love of yesterday at last in her pride so faithless got she even forsook the forget-me-not and nature frowned on the bright coquette and sternly said i will teach thee yet a lesson so hard thou wilt not forget part two the roses of summer are past and gone and sweet things are dying one by one but autumn is bringing in richer suits to match with his sunsets his glowing fruits and the flowers the dewdrop deserted now for the richer caress of the clustering bough so dainty a dewdrop a leaf would not suit for her nothing less would suffice 
than the fruit. The bloom of the plum and the nectarine's perfume were deserted in turn, a fresh love to assume. And as each she gave up, if her conscience did preach, her ready excuse was the down of the peach. But fruits will be gathered ere autumn shall close, then where in her pride may the dewdrop repose? Nor a bud, nor a flower, nor a leaf is there now. They are gone whom she slighted, there's naught but the bough. And the dewdrop would now keep her mansion of air with her bright lord the sun, nor at evening repair to the desolate earth where no lovers remain but grasses so humble and brambles so plain so crooked so knotty so jagged and bare indeed would the dew keep her mansion of air but nature looked dark and her mandate gave and the autumn dew was her winter slave when the lordly sun had his journey sped far in the south towards ocean's bed and short was the time that he held the sky his oriflamme waving nor long nor high and the dewdrop lay in the dark cold hours embraced by the weeds that survived the flowers oh chill was her tear as she thought of the night she had wept in pure joy at her rose's delight while now for the morning she sighed that its ray should bear her from lonesome embraces away like a laggard it came and so briefly it shone she'd scarce reached the sky ere her bright lord was gone and downward again among weeds was she born to linger in pain till her bright lord's return and nature frowned on the bright coquette and again she said I will teach thee yet a lesson so hard thou wilt never forget. Part 3 Through the bare branches sighed the chill breeze as the sun went down where the leafless trees are darkly standing like skeletons grim gainst the fading light of the west grown dim and colder and colder the embers decay that were glowing red with the fire of day till darkness wrapped in her mantle drear the withering forms of the dying year thus bleak and black was the face of the world when winter his silvery banner unfurled his sprites sending forth in their glittering array to seize in the night each fantastical spray and the fern in the wood and the rush by the stream were sparkling with gems in the morning beam so charmed was the stream with the beauty around that it stopped in its course and it uttered no sound in the silent entrancement of winter's embrace it sought not to wander from that charmed place for better it loved with old winter to be in the diamond hung woods than be lost in the sea but the dewdrop's home was in yon bright sky and when in the sunbeam she sought to fly chained to a weed was the bright frail thing and she might not mount on her morning wing ha ha laughed nature i've caught thee now bride of old winter bright thing art thou 
think of how many a flower for thee hath wasted its heart in despondency now where thou art fettered thou must remain let lie pride rejoice in so bright a chain true said the dewdrop in all thou'st told my fetters are bright but ah so cold rather than sparkle in diamond chain i'd dwell with the humblest flower again and never would rove from a constant bliss if i might scape from a fate like this in glittering misery bid me not sleep mother oh let me melt and weep weep in the breast of my chosen flower and for ever renounce my changeful hour for though to the skies i shall daily spring at the sunrise bright on my rainbow wing to my flower i'll return at golden heaven with a love refreshed at the font of heaven the spirit of spring was listening near the captive dewdrop she came to cheer her fetter she broke and the chosen flower was given to the dewdrop in happy hour and true to her faith did the dewdrop come when the honey-bee with his evening hum was bidding farewell to the rose which he taught by his fondness to know twas with sweetness fraught and the rose thought the bee was a silly thing to fly from the dew with his heavy wing for ah sighed the rose as it hung on the bough bright dewdrop there's nothing so sweet as thou end of poem this recording is in the public domain